Here is Asaph, again, worship leader to the king. And he's testifying, I had some times in my life where I really went down spiritually. My thinking started stinking. It wasn't always good. It wasn't always easy. It wasn't always this, this wonderful spiritual climbing the mountain. Oh, he had times where he almost stumbled and almost slipped to his own destruction. That should encourage us. We have different seasons we go through in this Christian life. That's why it's hard and narrow and there's suffering and there's temptation in it. Asaph's no exception. Be encouraged by that right now as well. But what he's saying is, when I got distracted in life, that's when I was really in danger of stumbling. Welcome back to Live in the Light, friends. Thankful, as always, for you joining us here today. With us in our studio is our teacher, Pastor Robbie Simons. And Robbie, we've got a clear word, an important word from God's word today for all of us uh, in this very difficult season we're in. Yeah, I mean, what a year, right? I mean, this year, like, has there ever been any year like it? Not not like this. There's been in the past and different, you know, decades or even centuries, but man, and I think, Craig, um, what we're really burdened by here uh, at Live in the Light, too, is um, it's such an important time to think clearly. Um, I've personally, again, been in ministry over 20 years, pastoral ministry. I've never uh, seen a time with more confusion, more almost um, contradicting messages. Um, I believe um, as much deception and certainly the spirit of the age is working overtime to rip apart as many souls as possible. Like there's nothing, he never speaks truth. The devil only speaks lies. So that means we are called to think as clearly again as ever. We have two messages that'll be divided up into four episodes because it's so important right now. And the whole emphasis from Psalm 73 is we must think clearly because the way we think will impact the way we live. So how's your thinking right now? Are you aware of how you're thinking? We're being told again, not just what to think, but how to think. That's why we have to have God's word open. We have to be men and women and children who have minds renewed by the word of God that we might discern again what the spirit of God is saying and then live for the glory of God. Again, let me just, I don't want to sound like I'm overstating things. I, I, I don't think I am. Um, I've, I've yet to know a time, at least in my lifetime, where it's been more important to think soundly, clearly, doctrinally, biblically, and with such wisdom. So God, would you use this mini-series to produce that in your listeners right now? And I even pray, Lord, you will, you will just call men and women that will show up on this program and they will be so encouraged and say, I needed that, I needed to hear from the Lord. Okay, so a little bit of a longer intro, but that's because this is so important. So Craig, we're excited for this ministry, Live in the Light, to do such things, and that's why we're here. So may the Lord use it today. Well, amen to that. Let's get our Bibles open to Psalm 73 and turn things over right again to Pastor Robbie. 
Again, welcome to church, whether you're here, obviously, in person or you're uh, watching online as well. Delighted to be with you today here at Hope Bible Church, and we're excited to see what God has for us today as well. Man, just different times, aren't they? Different times. Now I'm on the stage. How about that? We first started the first service in this building, first time ever. We started on the stage and I had one service. I'm like, I don't like it. I want to be down with the people. But here we are in different times back up on the stage. That's okay. We're doing it because we have to. We want to love our people and see how God is working amongst our people too. And actually, I want to highlight for you a very special couple in our church. I want to show a picture of Ralph and Gloria Morton. And they have been such dear, really saints and pillars of our church. In the very beginning, they were leaders of Calvary Baptist Church all the way back and from uh, Whole Bible Church from day one, uh, back at the old building in 2003 and four. And just want you to know over a month ago, I think it was um, the second week in July, July 12th, maybe even, uh, Ralph turned 90, all right? So that's a huge deal. And they've been married over 60 years. This is such a great thing. And then, but on past Friday, Gloria turned 90 as well, okay? So let's pretend they're watching right now on live stream. Let's give it up for Ralph and Gloria, 90 years old. Bless you, bless you, bless you. That's so good. Both turning 90 in the span of a month or so and a marriage that's been such an example and testimony to a love for Jesus Christ. And we're so thankful for them. Ralph right now, again, in just some different issues going on there and health-wise. And so we're praying for them, but seeing saints live so well among us. And so we're so encouraged by that. So just before we get into um, our sermon now, I wanna pray for us and ask the Lord to move through this uh, time as well. Um, Father, I pray right now, as I read, so um, challenge and encourage 1 Samuel 3, 1 this week, and I pray your people would listen carefully too, where it said this, that the word of the Lord was rare in those days and there was no frequent vision. The word of the Lord was rare in those days and there was no frequent vision. Lord, it's, it's strange how I read that and I realize it's a negative statement, but yet I get so encouraged. Uh, my heart almost um, uh, lights up a bit. Why is that? Because conversely, where the word of the Lord is spoken and preached and lifted up, then the vision of the Lord will be seen and heard and received. That's what we need right now. Amen, church? That's, that's what we need. We need the voice of God. We need the word of God. We want so much the glory of God. And we pray desperately for the vision of God. Even today, right now through your text, may the vision of God just be disseminating through this place and every home listening right now. Yeah, Lord, stir up people, I pray, in such passion and affection and wake people up to see what life is really about again. Lord, these are opportune times and yet these are dangerous times as well. There can be sloth, or there can be passion for Jesus Christ. There can be irreverence, or there can be a fear of the Lord. And I believe, Lord, the choice is ours, but we pray and beg you to do what only you can do now. So do it, Lord, do it. Make our time so efficient and productive and encouraging. Just have such a desire right now. You are reaching into uh, the families um, uh, that are watching right now. And you are stirring and you are grabbing hearts today, I pray, God with such unusual supernatural ability and you will not let them stray or go because you love them so. This is what we need. We need you. Just as we sang, we need you. And so I pray, Lord, you will give such energy over every service today and you will give such life change because every life change is a life that results in a greater glory to Jesus Christ. That's the purpose of our lives. 
May it be so, we pray. We pray this in Jesus' name. If you agree, you can say amen. By the way, in this season of mass and everything right now, and so obviously for a worship level, for a preaching level, like I'm used to, I'm nonverbal big time. And so I'm used to looking at faces and trying to see smile. I don't get as much of that. So, you know, like this is good or like, you know, some kind of like a visual amen or something like that. Lots of time for sign language, amen, all right? I'm open to that worship team. I mean, you wanna be physically demonstrative right now. That's, that's super helpful for us. Amen, worship team, wherever you are, they're here somewhere, all right? That's incredible. I encourage you to do that as we go through. So today we begin a two-week mini-series on Psalm 73. As you can see, the title is, It's the Thought That Counts. The Thought That Counts. Our tagline is this, Why the way we think impacts the way we live. Why the way we think impacts the way we live. What we learn from this powerful psalm is truly, it's the thought that counts. It's our thoughts Listen, it's our thoughts that will most likely determine our direction and our desires. So we are in an extremely important season right now. Um, we need to think about, again, and you, you, you have to listen carefully here. This is so vitally important. We have to think about how we're thinking. Um, there's this massive current right now. It is strong it is powerful and it is also deceptive ripping through our society. There's this massive current of thought and so many people are just kind of, you know those strong currents, you kind of dip your foot, all of a sudden you just swept away in it? Like that's what's happening. And they're just going off miles down the river and have no idea really where they're going and how they got there. You have to think about what we're thinking about. In our day right now, we're not only, we're not only being told what to think, we're being told how to think. And we have to think about, again, what we're thinking about and how we're thinking about this. It's so important to do this. So we're going to divide Psalm 73 into two sections where Asaph, who wrote this psalm, he's testifying to the battle of his own thought life. I just like, Scripture's the best, man. Like God provides for us so many different settings, scenarios, and examples to help us enter in and be like, oh, and them, them too? Yes, them too. It helps us relate. Asaph is in a battle for his mind, which of course leads to a battle for his heart. So many of us right now, we are struggling in our hearts, probably because we are struggling in our minds. The two are always connected. And the mind biblically, of course, is part of the entirety of the heart. The heart being the mind, the affections and the will, biblically speaking. So many of you're watching right now, your heart is struggling because your thinking is maybe off base. We got to get our thinking on track with what God wants us to think. How do we do that? This, the Bible, Asaph, the worship leader of King David. Cool. The worship leader of King David, he was a singer, a poet, a prophet. He was a gifted man filled with purpose. But here in Psalm 73, he's inspired with a wisdom psalm, a wisdom psalm so needed for us right now. He goes wayward in the, or at least he recalls how he went wayward in the first half. Then he returns to the Lord in the second half. 
And the key to his journey, as he outlines here, whether bad or good, is the pattern of his thoughts. Absolutely, the way we think impacts the way we live. So why Psalm 73 right now? Because there are so many thoughts circling right now in our world, maybe more than ever. I've read this week, there are 500 million tweets every single day. That's discouraging to me, man. There's 4 million hours of video uploaded to YouTube every day. 4 million hours a day. God help us. 43 billion messages, Facebook messages a day. Billion, I said, a day. That's, that's crazy. The way we choose to think will severely impact the way we choose to live. Let's take uh, maybe three of the biggest issues of our day right now. The big, biggest issues in the last couple of months. COVID, injustice, and equality. All massively important issues to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit cares deeply about the truth in each one of those uh, precious issues. Yet remember this, remember this, okay? The spirit of the age at the same time, Satan, the spirit of the age is ferociously seeking to undermine and get into each of those issues to create division, distraction, despair, deception, and ultimately destruction. In each of those issues, the spirit of the age is seeking to do whatever he can to weave and to destroy. We have to think clearly. So that's why we start today in Psalm 73 with message number one. And the title for today's message is this, it's stinking thinking. The first half of this Psalm is bad news. Okay, Asaph's recalling how he got into a very bad place. Again, it's gonna end in a better sense here, but Asaph was trapped into some serious stinking thinking. Why? He wants us to know it because he wants to save us from it. Remember too, loved ones, remember this too. This is why God brings us his word to give us wisdom in this world. This is why messages like this come to us right now. God brings his word to us right now to give us wisdom in this world right now as well. Let me show you one slide. Again, the introduction today, there's so much, but I'm trying to lay the foundation to go forward. Romans 12, verse two, love this verse. Think how it sets up where we're going today. Do not be conformed to this world. Why? Because the world's stinking thinking. The ways of the world will lead you astray every time. It's stinking thinking. The ways of the world, the spirit of the age, the prince of the power of the air, guided by Satan, undermined by deception, the father of lies. But notice, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That's a cleansed mind. That's, that's a pure mind. That's the thinking Asaph ends up with. And then notice the result that by testing and discernment, discernment's a huge theme next week in Psalm 73, Lord willing. What is the will of God, good, acceptable, and perfect? That's godly wisdom. So what's godly wisdom do? Avoid stinking thinking, pure cleansed mind, and that results in the, this is what we're going for, godly wisdom. Again, all throughout scripture here as well. So if your Bibles aren't open already, I trust they are here and at home. Hey, at home, don't you sit there 
and in your PJs, not opening your Bible. By the way, I strongly recommend don't watch church in your PJs, okay? Posture affects so much. Get up, sit up, sit up straight, get your Bible open, get ready. None of this pause and getting food from the fridge and toasting bagels in the meantime and toughen up. No, man, let's go for the Lord. Come on now, come on now. That's right, I'm coming for you at home right now. I'm coming for you at home, hey? We're all together in this. We're all together in this. Oh, That was not on my notes, by the way. All right, all right. So yeah, and the people here are clapping. So hey, let's all be convicted together at home and here at church. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyways, okay. So Bible is open to Psalm 73. I want to read our passage and then we'll uh, jump in together. Uh, verse one, truly God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. Okay, so Asaph is recalling where he's been. His conclusions, verse one. He's going to end there again at the end of the psalm as well. He understands, man, God is good to Israel and those who are pure in heart. But notice verse two, but now he goes back and recalls his testimony. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps nearly slipped for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For they have no pangs until death. Their bodies are fat and sleek. They are not in trouble as others are. They are not stricken like the rest of mankind. Therefore, pride is their necklace and violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes swell out through fatness. Their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff and speak with malice. Loftily, they threaten oppression. They set their mouths against the heavens and their tongues struts through the earth. He's on a roll here, right? Therefore, his people turn back to them and find no fault in them. And they say, how can God know? Is there knowledge in the most high? In other words, is God clueless? Behold, these are the wicked, always at ease, they increase in riches. Look what he says here. Look at his stinking thinking. All in vain have I kept my heart clean. It's all been useless. And washed my hands and my holiness is, there's no point. Why? For all the day long I have been stricken. Woe is me and rebuked every morning. If I had said I will speak thus, I would have betrayed. I would have discouraged the generation of, the, of your children. Then we see verse 16, there's a transition. But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. When I tried to understand, when I tried to think about these things, it was seen to be wearisome in verse 70, until I went into the sanctuary of God. Notice, then I discerned their end. Here's how we're gonna frame today, okay? Three signs of stinking thinking in my life. Three indicators of stinking thinking in my life. Number one, sign number one is this. I am distracted and therefore in danger of slipping. First sign of stinking thinking in my life, I am distracted by my thoughts and therefore in danger of slipping. Look back at verse one. God is good to Israel. He blesses those from pure in heart. Verse two though, but as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. Why Asaph? Why man of God? Verse three, for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Okay, so this Psalm's wonderfully helpful here. Asaph sharing his testimony. Verse one, again, this will be his conclusion in the end. But there was a time when Asaph was deceived and therefore distracted from the perspective of verse one. There was a time when his distraction, listen, left him in danger to personal devastation. 
That's verses two and three. So right away, let's just stop here and let's apply this for a second. Notice, Asaph, godly, gifted, personal worship leader of King David. Yet here he is testifying there are times in his life he had periods of distraction, deception, and danger. So that's profound to me. See, why is that profound to you, Rob? Because the Bible is showing us once again, we all go through different seasons and periods. We have ups and we have downs. Here is Asaph, again, worship leader to the king. And he's testifying, I had some times in my life where I really went down spiritually. My thinking started stinking. It wasn't always good. It wasn't always easy. It wasn't always this, this wonderful spiritual climbing the mountain. No, he had times where he almost stumbled and almost slipped to his own destruction. That should encourage us. We have different seasons we go through in this Christian life. That's why it's hard and narrow and there's suffering and there's temptation in it. Asaph's no exception. Be encouraged by that right now as well. But what he's saying is, when I got distracted in life, that's when I was really in danger of stumbling. I was distracted away from right thoughts of God. And that's when I almost fell to my own harm and my own destruction. This is what he's saying. And that's, that's the warning for us right now. What impacts me about verse two, it says Asaph almost bit it. Twice he says he almost stumbled and slipped. Why? He's describing his inner battle. Um, there's a battle. He's, he's, he's tempted, loved ones, listen. He's tempted to doubt God's goodness. There's a battle of distraction with worldliness around him. And this left him in a vulnerable and insecure footing. Because that's what distractions, and that's what the doubting of God's goodness does. We become in to become vulnerable and insecure in our footing. And isn't the feeling of unsecure footing awful? I think we all know what that's like. Um, like, like walking on some kind of like rickety bridge or some kind of, you know, kind of platform that the boards are shaking and you're like, whoa, I don't really like this. How about stepping onto a driveway of ice and you're just like, you know, like you're so, you just feel the insecurity how about hiking over a slippery rock and there might be a bit of an edge and you're like, whoa, this is, and you start to feel so nervous because you're sensing this is such insecure footing. How about, how about walking downstairs at your house and you step on a sock? I can neither confirm nor deny that happened to me, not my house more than once, all right? So yeah, all of a sudden you step on a sock and you slip and you start to fall down the stairs. That's an awful feeling. The distractions that get in our way sometimes that, make us vulnerable. Real quick, I remember many, many years ago, I was at a golf course looking for an umbrella in the midst of rain. And I remember I was looking, hey, go get an umbrella in the back. I went to look at an umbrella. I did not see there's a whole uh, wooden staircase below me with concrete pad at the bottom. I literally went to reach for the thing and I, <laughs> I went to step left and there was no step or it was a step. It was about four feet away from me. And I literally did cartwheels down the wood stairs, landed on the concrete Flat. If that happened to me now, I'd be in the hospital for eight months, okay? Back then, somehow, 29, whatever I was, I'm married. Somehow I land on the ground. I was just like, what in the world? Got up and kind of brushed myself off. My friend was like, are you dead? And I'm like, I don't know. Anyways, distracted, and all of a sudden you miss your footing and you are in great danger. That's Asaph. Here he is. He's testifying. He says, you got to be careful, man. You got to be aware. But here's the question. How did he get to this point? How did he almost stumble? What was the cause? Let me put it formally, okay? 
formally speaking, this is the cause of his almost stumbling. His thinking was stinking. Again, look at verse three. Look at, look at, look at. He was distracted with envy. He was deceived by prosperity. You know how many lives are ruined by those two things? Do you know how many lives get off the track and path of following Jesus Christ with envy and then wanting prosperity? That's always stood out to me. The Pharisees, the two sins that are mentioned, there's others, but two sins that are blatantly mentioned of the Pharisees was they were envious of Jesus and their love of money. These group of men staring in the face of the son of God, totally blind because they wanted to be God in their envy and they loved money so much. That was their ultimate motive of what they were doing and why they were doing it. Watch out, man, watch out, watch out. How many have stumbled because of envy and a desire for temporal earthly prosperity? Asaph's like, man, I was, I was, I was getting distracted. I was, I was off track. This spiritual man deceived in mind, listen, deceived in mind, therefore misled in life. Notice this too, ready? Notice how his head led to his feet. What do you mean? In other words, how he thought led to how he lived. Specifically, his stinking thinking here in point number one. Let me just break it down for us. We can see in verses two and three. Asaph got into a very bad place. He doubted God's goodness. He's like, how come the wicked are being blessed? How come I think like the godly are being cursed? He started doubting God's goodness. Is that something that you've been susceptible to in recent months, weeks? Is God really in control? Is this thing really happening? How come things are? How do he was distracted by worldliness. I mean, this is, this, is, this is probably top three, if not the top reason so many Christians are so weak in our world today. They just flat out love this more than they love the Lord. So many stumble all the time right here. They slip and they fall because their eyes are off of Christ. They're just on all these things around them. And how about this envying wickedness? Of course, when you're like this, and you're probably going to end up there too. How come I don't have? How come I can't get? Because your value system has gone from treasures in heaven to treasures on earth. You're dead. It's over. That won't end well. See, these things in ASAP, that's an awesome recipe for slipping, stumbling, falling off the cliff. He's like, I almost did. I almost did. I almost did. Just take an inventory right now. What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? People at home right now, what's the Holy Spirit saying to you? Yeah, I'm talking about Holy Spirit right now. I'm talking to all of us. Everyone here right now? Everyone watching right now, in Holy Spirit, do it, do it. Take these and pull people back. Pull people, those right now watching, listening, you are slit, you're in the process of, and the Holy Spirit reaches his hand out and grabs you right now by his grace. Awesome. That's what he does. So kind. So amazing, so powerful. You know, I, uh, I was on a Zoom call with several pastoral colleagues this week within the GCC here in Ontario, and it's amazing to me, all of us are burdened on some level or another with the general opportunity for distraction and drift among God's people. We are in a season right now where it's just set up for the flesh like big time. When COVID started and this whole season and the different issues raised, that was a season people pressing in and shock and, and just like, what is, you know, what's happening? And just seemed to be the heightened and everyone's kind of, you know, uh, church and the Lord and the word. And, but as time goes on now, 
this is a tremendous season for the flesh. If you want it to be, there's less accountability. I don't need to really go to church if I don't want to now. I just don't have to engage in the way I do. I'm getting checks from the government in some cases for just being at home in some cases. It's just, it's set up for the flesh of unusual opportunities for laziness, complacency, lethargy, slothfulness in some cases. If you want to take advantage of a fleshly opportunity, it's among us right now. And the way we have to battle this is to get our minds renewed on what life is actually about and the purpose we actually know we have in Jesus Christ. And that's where stinking thinking is so dangerous. But this is where a renewed mind happening right now, I might add, is so powerful. Sign number one, I'm distracted in danger of slipping. By the way, if the Lord's speaking to you about these things, then do, do not hesitate for one second. You run as fast as you can to Jesus. You run to him, you confess, you repent. You just say, Lord, you've spoken to me today and I wanna be safe in your arms. I want you to hold me so tight, Lord, because you, you are the rock. None of this sand stuff anymore, God. You're the rock. Thanks for listening to Live in the Light today. If you'd like to hear this message again or any messages in this series, visit us online at liveinthelight.ca. That's all for today. Join us next time at Live in the Light.